Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, Dallas Cowboys fans. This is Tony Catalina of bloggingtheboys.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tony underscore Catalina. And I'm proud to present to you your daily Cowboys Roundup for Wednesday, November 10th, 2021. Happy Wednesday, everybody. I hope your week has been going well so far. And we are officially over the loss yet. Has the bad taste left our mouths quite yet? I know for me personally, it takes a while. The sky doesn't look quite as blue until about Thursday after a loss. Food doesn't taste as good. And my overall mood is meh when the boys lose. This loss, though, is no different in that respect. As a matter of fact, it's probably worse. <laughs> this type of loss hurts just a bit longer than the other ones for me. And, uh, you know, they never truly had a chance. They couldn't get out of their own way. And to me, these types of losses is not what I believe this team is or can be or really what they are. It certainly was perplexing, but I digress. It's time to turn the page, time to move on and look ahead. And let's go ahead and get right into discussing some key points from around the team. But honestly, before we can officially move forward, you know we have to hear what Jerry Jones says. You know, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys always has something to say. And, you know, on his weekly hit with 105.3 The Fan, the Cowboys flagship station, Jerry stated, we thought we were ready. We weren't. And that's as flat as any team I've seen. We've got to get back. We let our home crowd not get into the game the way you expect a home crowd to do. We basically played what seemed lax a days ago. And it's honestly well said by Jerry. I mean, he's 100% right. The way the Cowboys played took the home crowd right out of it, inflated the visiting fans to get rowdy. It certainly had a factor, and things like that can't happen when you don't play particularly well. Um, it just seemed like one of those games where if anything could go wrong, it would go wrong, right? And that plays into the factor of does the fans get up? You know, do they do they get loud? Do they get in the moment? Um you know, the Cowboys have a great fan base. I, You know, the Cowboys, I truly believe, are some of the best fans in all the sports. But at the end of the day, it's that situational awareness type things where, you know, maybe the team would feed off of a pick-me-up situation from the fan getting loud or understanding third downs to get rowdy. So, you know, I'm not telling fans how to, how to react at games and stuff like that. But once it starts a snowball effect and things start to change a little bit, you give the Denver Broncos fans some juice, some motivation, some you get pumped up a little bit, and then they take over your stadium. I mean, we saw a few players and you know even some coaches say they were surprised how many Broncos fans were there. And typically, people say that about Cowboys fans. I mean, I've been I'm from the New England area, you know, born and raised just out out of Boston, Massachusetts, in Worcester, a city called Worcester. Um, you know, I went to the Cowboys-Patriots game, and there were swarms of Cowboys fans. So we travel well, so we understand how that feels and what that's like. But, you know, at the end of the day, you gotta, you, we got to find a way to kind of keep that crowd going, even in those low situations. Jerry Jones was also asked on his 105.3 The Fan hit 
about you know Tyron Smith and his status for the week, stating, "We'll see. It will be determined by how much pain he can withstand there." Nobody views this as a long-term issue, but not having Smith the left tackle for any period of time is certainly an issue for this team. Jerry Jones went on to say he is unsure if Tyron Smith will play against Atlanta. Jones said rest may be what is needed, saying, quote, It will get better as we get along, so I don't look at it as long-term. If Smith is out again, it looks as if Terrence Steele will stay at left tackle in his absence. This team is just different when Tyron Smith isn't on the field. Uh, whatever the case may be, you know, dealing with injuries, trying to find that remedy, how the how to um, make this offense go without all, you know, excuse me, Tyron Smith at the left tackle position, just this seems to be an issue for this team, and rightfully so, because Tyron Smith's a Hall of Fame talent, Hall of Fame player. He's been doing it for a long time. Um, you know, as of late, injuries have become a little bit of a concern, but you know, the Cowboys are gonna have to find a way. You know, that's it's a league where it's next man up. It, as tough as that is the sound or say to or as cliche as it is, the Cowboys are gonna have to find a way to kinda make it work. And you know, I think Lowell Collins is fine at right tackle. Uh I'm a little nervous about Terrence Steele. I think he is a you know, a quality depth piece, but at the same time, you're definitely taking a step back at the left tackle spot. So maybe the Cowboys chip with a little more tight ends, maybe they have running backs that stay in and block a little bit more. There's enough weapons out there. You know, Michael Gallup is coming back, so now the Cowboys have a chance to, you know, go three wide with Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, and Amari Cooper this week, and maybe you keep a tight end in, maybe you keep a running back in to kind of help Terrence Steele because there is still enough weapons out there to kind of make things happen. So um, at the end of the day, you kind of just look at that and and you think we got to overcome it. It doesn't seem to be a big long-term issue, but the Cowboys have to find a way to overcome Tyron Smith's absences, you know, however long that is. Maybe he's back this week after all, and this is just, you know, me just going on, running on. But you just got to do what's right. You got to try to find a way to make it work. In some off-the-field news that directly impacts the on-field performance, the Cowboys have moved Greg Zerline to the COVID reserve list, and they will now need to bring in a kicker for Sunday's game. Early indications will be it'll be Laram Hajrulahu for a third time coming into the fold, but they are also trying out old friend Brett Maher as well. This is another instance of, you know, COVID rearing its ugly head once again for this team, and you just hope it's an isolated incident that doesn't continue to be an issue that affects anyone else. The kicking game will be something to monitor on Sunday and moving forward, and, you know, like I kind of just mentioned, you're nervous, kind of. See, hopefully the, there isn't no close contacts. You don't want these things to kind of snowball and be bigger situations like we saw earlier in the season. So, hopefully, you know, I could. I really don't want to see a scenario where the you know three specialists are out because they're close contacts, and you know it just be a tough situation. Like look, like I always do. They're gonna go for it every single time, and I mean it sounds fun in in theory, but it's definitely a challenge. Something you don't um, you know, you don't want to be a part of. Don't want to get involved in that, but. Before I kind of wrap up and put a bow on all this, I'm excited to move on, get to Atlanta. You know, the Cowboys have a chance to really um, put that behind them and show that this team is special. You know, if we can come out of Sunday 7-2, and two, a lot of people will forget about that game. They won't discuss it. You know, there's a huge chip on these shoulders. Now, Dak Prescott didn't play well. The defense didn't play well. Nobody really played well. So there's a real opportunity to see what this team is made of, see how good they can be, and just... You know, there's a real opportunity in front of them. I'm excited to watch it, and, you know, we'll see what happens. As always, 
We here at Block on the Boys will have you covered on everything Dallas Cowboys related. So please do not forget to check out all of our podcasts we drop daily. And just a heads up, our schedule has adjusted just a bit this week. For just this week only, the Ocho with RJ Ochoa will swap places with Talking the Star. Also, the NFC East Milks Tape will be the first podcast to hit our network come later today. But the Ocho will follow, and you will definitely want to tune in as a very special guest will be on with us. We have this pleasure of having DeMarcus Ware. Cowboys great DeMarcus Ware will be joining us as he discusses how the Cowboys can bounce back and touches on what he hopes happens across the rest of the Cowboys season and much, much more. You definitely won't want to miss that. And if you could and wouldn't mind, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a rating and write a review. We are nothing without our loyal listeners, and those things go a long way and are much, much appreciated. That is all for today, Wednesday, November 10th. Again, my name is Tony Catalina, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tony underscore Catalina. Come find me, hit that follow button, shoot me a message, and let's talk everything Dallas Cowboys football. I hope everybody has a great hump day, a good rest of your week, and I will catch you all on Friday. Stay safe and enjoy. Peace.